Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And my name is Niall Spain. And uh, we're your fuck buddies. Welcome back. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. It's actually legalization day in Canada today, so uh, you know your boys are getting high quality advice for you tonight. Just nothing but the best for you guys. The dankest advice. Oh, the stankiest, stickiest advice. (laughs) Put it in your papers and inhale our brilliant advice. Yeah, we want you to grind it up, roll it up, stick it together so it don't unroll. Yep, and then smoke it with your lungs. Your mind lungs. Yeah. Get your behaviors all high and happy and good. Put it in your bong. I thought you were about to say butt. <laughs> Boil it. Because that's how bongs work. I thought you were going to say butt. No. Well, welcome in. How are you? I'm good. I was talking to them, but... Oh. Wow. You too. How are I you doing? I go fuck myself, man. Yeah. Cheers. In right. front yeah. of you. Oh. With, with your spliff. <laughs> yeah, welcome in, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming back. Thanks for supporting us so far. Yeah. Again, thanks for everyone saying some really nice things. Everyone was really excited for the next episode, and uh, it's really nice to hear. Yeah, and this is this is it. This is the next one. This is the next episode. Also, we are now too hot for Reddit. Oh yeah, we we've since in the last week uh, on our quest to bring you the dankest advice, we have been banned from sex on Reddit. Yeah, um, no, no more Reddit sex for us. <laughs> it was all my fault. It was, but Ni- not really. Niall did not read instructions. <laughs> Did I not? <laughs> or was I just so eager that I did three violations all at once? Because I had three tabs open. Hell yeah. Three strikes and you're out. You're talking to some bad boys here. We actually had to get ourselves blocked so we wouldn't be giving this sweet, dank advice away for free. Yeah. Which we are doing. Which we're doing right now. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Well, let's uh, start off with a question. Yeah, you got one? Yeah. Let's do it. I'm ready. I've been preparing. This one's a pretty simple one, but uh, I know you're a good person to ask because I'm not very good at this. So it is, how do I start a conversation on an online dating app? Ooh. I think depending on what it is uh, and like what platform. I'm going to use Tinder because that's what I used most. Yeah, and I think it's probably still the most popular. I think I could probably name one more. Bumble? Yeah. Hinged? Two. Boom. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about Hinge, though. It no. came out after my monogamy. Um, so I'm going to use Tinder. I'm going to talk about Tinder, which I assume is probably the same as like any other modern dating app now is all going to be swiped based. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, think. F- I feel like also if it's like text based, it's going to be the same shit. Like if yeah. you're going to be like texting someone, it's not like you're, you know, if there's some mad shit where you're actually calling someone. That's weird. Don't well, it's more like I'm thinking because some of the sites are a little more in depth. Like there are actual like pages you can fill out. Mm-hmm. Whereas on Tinder, you have it's a limited face. amount of face and swipe of information. Yeah. Um, for me, it's having a really good hook, like having a really good profile. Um, and I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I don't use it anymore. I'm going to give it to you. My, uh, mm. my Tinder profile was from the time I got it to the time I stopped using it was girl, I just want to sit you down and explain Game of Thrones to you. And it, and it worked on two levels. Either, uh, the women I matched with were pissed that I was assuming that they didn't understand Game of Thrones or people were like, please. <laughs> and it, it, I, I'm a big Game of Thrones nerd. Uh, so either way, it's like I'm going to talk about Game of Thrones mm-hmm. with people. And like, also, I'm hoping that it's clear that it's tongue in cheek. And also that like, so even in that one short sentence, you're imparting one tongue in cheek kind of like fun playfulness, but also that you're a nerd. 
Yeah, to a to a degree, because yeah. everyone's into Game of Thrones. Um, and it, and it's one of the, like, and if someone takes you too seriously, then you're like, I'm probably not going to get along with you. Yeah, that's a pretty good yardstick of like, no, you don't need to start a conversation. Um, and then it, and then Unswipe. you just jump right into like talking about something you're both interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like you you skip all of the hey hey how are you good how are you good and like that's that's such a useless part of online dating yeah. especially with like swipe based apps where you're just like go you have like minimal amount of information start talking mm-hmm. to have something that lets you jump right into something that means something to both of you even if it's just like a passing hobby from there you can you can branch out into more like quote unquote regular Mm-hmm. topics of like what do you do yada yada which also is a bullshit question don't ever ask that it sucks yeah although i think it's kind of necessary as well like at some point you gotta like put someone in a certain frame or context or yeah. like, you can't just like be talking to them for weeks and be like i don't know what your job is you know it is a bullshit question you could be the chandler and just like no one knows mm. what the fuck you do that's fair um I thought you said the chandler for a second there's like how mystical oh my god yeah if you if you have a choice between being the chandler or the channeler I think you know what choice to make. Yeah, and you know how to do it. It's always been inside of you. <laughs> um, I will say, maybe not necessarily on the topic of starting conversation, but just a brief aside, while you're continuing conversations, don't be that person who just responds like, you know, if someone's like, hey, how was your day? And you're like, it was good. Yeah. Like, fucking, you get something, give something, right? Give a question back, or at least give some details so that some, like, if you're not going to reply with something juicy... Even if it's a little juicy, don't fucking reply. Like, if you're not going to put effort into this conversation, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, there's only so much you can do with, hey, good. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like, how was your day? Oh, it was cool. I went to work. You know, like, be like, hey, how was your day? Or like, oh, this crazy thing happened. Or like, now I'm playing Game of Thrones. Watching yeah. Game of Thrones. I don't know. There's a I'm, game too. I've now been sucked into the world of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm playing for I'm, the throne. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's pretty, I think it's you got to have like a really good hook and a reason why people will start a conversation and it doesn't have to be like in your profile. It could be like a really good picture, um, Mm -hmm. or a really funny picture or like something that is sort of out of the norm. Yeah. Um, Or if they do make sure to comment on it. Like if they have a weird ass picture or a cool picture or something like, and that's the thing you look for context clues. You don't just cold open with like, Hey, or like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? (laughs) Don't do that. And like, Unless it's so bad, it's good. Yeah, or like I, one of the most one of the most common things I saw when I was on on Tinder was people being like, "Hit me up with your worst pickup line." So well, like, that's fair. Yeah, you ask them a question, ask them something funny like that, or because I just realized you actually got the best first opening line from somebody on a dating app before. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this was. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you still have it. I, I have it saved somewhere, I fucking so, hope. I, we know it off by it's, heart. It's though. somewhere. Um, I got a message from a lovely young lady. There was a night we were out having some drinks, and I got a message on Tinder, and it just said... Well, I believe it, it initially said, like, hey, Dane. It said, hey, something. Dane. Nice name. And then, like ten fuckered minutes? cum bucket. <laughs> ten minutes later, like, fuckered cum bucket. Yeah. So... Do try that one. Uh, yeah. If, if You know what? Go right into it. Just open with cum bucket. No mm. punctuation. Um, don't spell fucking, I assume. I don't know. Is I'm fucker ass- the word we I'm don't know about? I'm assuming fucking was what she was attending Maybe to. fuckered cum bucket is a different dating app she wanted you to join on. Maybe that was her name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We don't actually know. Maybe she was like, 
I like your name, Dane. Yeah. Uh, nice to meet you. Fuckered Fuck, Cumbucket. Fuckered Cumbucket. Oh, shit. Maybe. Oh. And that's why it didn't show up on their profile, because I don't think you're allowed to use profanity. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're it's so like, sorry, Fuckered. Oh, Fuckered. I'm sorry. If you're out there, we just realized. Yeah. You know what? Nice name. <laughs> Fuckered Cumbucket. Uh, yeah, I feel like context clues uh, and maybe memes and or GIFs. Never. Oh, man. I feel like one of our friends just exclusively says hello in GIF form on yeah. these dating apps. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, works like a charm. So here's the thing. <clears throat> there was a point where I had sort of, like, figured out Tinder. Like, I broke Tinder. And I will I just, point like, out that I never reached this point. I was so bad at online dating apps. So I bad. Yeah, I just, like, I figured out sort of, like, the algorithm to be successful on, on Tinder. And, it, and I got really bored with it. It was no longer, like, fun for me because it was just, like you say these things and, and then you get a date and then yada yada um so drop the wisdom so what i started doing was responding with the most absurd gifts like i opened one conversation with it was like this guy who thinks sex pervert and that's like whatever comes in your head uh with that it, with those two words it looked like that do you and he wear glasses and yeah it was it, it was me gold. with a beard or uh me with a mustache fuck i have a beard and a mustache um, and and he's just like it's a slow zoom in on him while he like slowly and exaggeratedly licks his lips, oh. and that was just like that was just how I opened oh god no. my Tinder conversation, and I still met up with people and I still slept with them. I will point out that slowly zooming in on a person while you look creepy and lick your lips in real life is not good. Don't do that. Don't do that. Although I'm pretty sure that's a Dan move. It is a hundred percent a Dan <laughs> move. I believe it's the game on face. <laughs> God damn it, Dan, you motherfucker. Um, yeah, that, I, that's the best way to start or like maintain a online dating conversation is find something that you both connect with. Find something that you are like, get them talking about themselves mm-hmm. because like it's everyone's favorite fucking topic is is yeah. themselves. And, and you should life. want to know about them too so, if you're going to possibly date them. Yeah. So if they, have, them. if they have a bunch of like traveling photos, be like, and, you, and if you've been to that place or if you've always wanted to go to that place. Of course they have a traveling photo. You're not allowed to upload anything else on Twitter. I promise you every woman you match with is going to have a picture of them standing on a balcony in fucking Santorini. <laughs> also every probably, fucking woman has that picture. <laughs> every guy will have some as well. Yeah. They'll be like with a big stein in Berlin yeah, probably, or something. Yeah. Do we have um, one of those? I don't think so. They'll we, be standing classily outside the Parthenon in Athens. It, we do have that, yeah. yeah. Look at us. Um, we don't Global take, go-getters. Yeah. We've got a picture outside the Wonder Wheel as well. That's fair. In Coney yeah. Island, around Coney Island. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like just, just find something that you find interesting and avoid all of the bullshit boring topics. Mm-hmm. All of the like, how are you doing? What's your... That was totally my move. Yeah, but that's everyone's move because that's how you have a conversation with normal people. Yeah. But like, that's not how online dating works. Like people want something interesting because literally everyone they match with, especially with girls who yeah, like, match like with like everyone they say yes matches. to. Yeah, um, everyone is saying those things. Mm. So, so be different. <clears throat> And, yeah, and that's be fun. Be like try and connect on something you guys are both into. Um, last Tinder story for now, because I have so many. Um, I once took it upon myself to see if I could get a date using only lyrics from Pony by Genuine. I need to see a transcript of this sometime. And I did. No, I do not doubt it. Um, and that was your girlfriend today. Mm-hmm. That's actually how me and Dane met. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time for another question. It is because clearly we cured. 
that problem. We cured it. I'm not even going to bother saying who this is from because it's clearly a throwaway account. This is from Reddit, and it R. goes... <laughs> pouring one out. Um, Your floor I, is so wet. Sorry. A 20-year-old male, last 20 seconds. I've never made her, uh, 18-year-old female, come. I need advice. Um, I'm not going to read the whole question, but um, essentially, he's concerned that he doesn't last very long. Even when he masturbates, uh, it doesn't really help him. Um, and he's also never made her come, so he tries oral and fingering. Okay. I love how it's so he tries. Doing it wrong already, bud. Yeah, but I think I'm going to I'm gonna split this up because I think they're two very different questions. Like, mm. lasting longer in bed and not making your girlfriend come or your sexual partner come, are two very different things. True, although I think that he's equating them, which is itself a problem. Yeah. This is the thing I <clears throat> used to suffer from. Um, when I first started having sex, I had the same sexual partner for four years. Mm -hmm. um, and I was pretty bad um, in terms of, like, uh, sexual stamina. Yeah, but... I, okay, sorry, continue. I, I, did not, uh, I did not last long for, mm -hmm. like, our entire relationship. Mm -hmm. Um and I could not figure it out. I tried like jerking off before sex. I tried everything. And like every now and then, like I'd be okay, but it mm. would be like a minute or so. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's so frustrating and it's so like not emasculating, but it like, is though. And it's I like, mean, I guess yeah. all the media out there is basically like, you're not a dude. You're not good at sex unless you fuck all night, like all the songs. Yeah. And also you're huge. So it's like. Well, if he's not huge and then he doesn't have the other thing, he's going to feel like a bag of shit. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and I, same with me when I was like younger, like, fuck, I can list a few situations where I was like, just awfully, awfully short. And I think a lot of that, like when you're a kid, when like you're younger, when like sex is this big deal, like it's going to happen. And also it's just going to happen in general. Like if you're like on a couch and you guys are just like doing everything for so long, the, by the time you get to certain stuff, you're already stimulated to fuck. Yeah. Um... So I think it's very important that guys and girls realize this can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and not let that then be a thing because when you get in your own head about it, that's going to only make it worse, right? Yeah. Step one is like any, I would say like the majority of problems guys face uh, or like anyone faces mm -hmm. during sex is entirely mental. Yeah. Sex is a big from mental a, thing. From a perception point of view. And especially, I feel like media and all these things, they just hammer you with so much shit that, like, a lot of people are very self-conscious about being naked, being intimate with people, yeah. uh, emotionally, physically, all that shit. So, yeah, you gotta, like, get your head straight. And I think another thing is communication is, again, the big C word. Like, your girlfriend knows this. Your girlfriend knows you don't last long, so there's mm -hmm. no point in trying to, like, act like you don't. Yeah, so, or, like, hide it. Yeah, so, so she just was there. talk to her and be like, hey... I'm we're let's try some things. You know what I mean? Mm. Even if it's just like you put a condom on, you slide inside her and you're like, Oh, I'm gonna come pop out and be like, I need a second to cool down. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And then spend that second going down on her. She's yeah. not gonna be complaining. Yeah. And like, yes, it sucks. Condom vagina is not the most flavorful. Wash the flavor away with your own saliva. Yep. Or fucking invest in some flavored condoms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's if if these are the things you gotta do, like flavored condoms are ta tacky as shit. But if it if it fixes your sex life, I once got a free chocolate flavored condom as part of a university thing. Yeah, I don't know. I know I did. I've I've used flavored condoms. Uh, that was the only time we popped it out once as like a hmm, and she like smelled it. Like it, we could smell it when we opened it, and she like dabbed a finger experimentally before we even put it anywhere. And she was like, "That's the worst." 
So I tried it, and God fucking Jesus. Have they never tried chocolate before? Well, also, why, like, you know, no one's a brown, like, yeah. liquid cover, like, The idea no. of, like, Give it like a, a chocolate bar kind of situation. Just melting slowly when, in your vagina. Yeah, it's the shape of your dick is, yeah. that's just poop. Let's, let's face it, that's poop. Yeah, or just a massive yeast infection. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, man, tangents. Um... So here, here, here are my. All my I can last... see when you said tangents was a chocolate bar called Tangents that's in the shape of a dick. Sorry, continue. Uh, we need to market that. We do. TM. Don't you dare steal it. Don't get away from our tangents. Yeah. Here are my here are my tricks for lasting longer. One, use a condom. If you're not already using a condom, use a condom. It desensitizes you um, a little bit. Um, two, use lube. Friction is what makes sex feel good. Mm-hmm. So the less friction there is, the less stimulation there is. Do not, here's a, here's a do not. Don't use numbing lube. Don't no. use numbing anything. Don't use a condom that numbs you. No. Because let me tell you, that's just going to end up with a girl who can't feel anything and you with a limp dick. Yeah, no, don't do that. And then take breaks. If you feel like you're going to come, let her know. You know what I mean? Because if she's willing to go on this journey with you, it's only going to mean better sex for her. Mm-hmm. And it's going to mean better sex for you. You're going to be more confident. That's going to mean even better sex yeah. for everyone. Like, it, it only benefits you guys as a couple. Yeah. If you're, like, in your head about it um, and you're, like, suffering solo, it's not going to go very well. You're going to be... Like, it's just going to be a compounding effect that gets worse. Like, be open with each other. Also, maybe sometimes skip your foreplay. You know what I mean? Like, if she's going to, like, go down you a little bit or, like, jerk you off a little bit or anything like that, maybe just be like, no, you lie down. This is all about you. You do a lot to her, maybe make her come, and yeah, you're going to be turned on, but you're not going to have been, like, as physically stimulated beforehand, whereas, like, you get half a hand job beforehand, that's going to, like, take it down a little bit. Yeah, or or if she's really keen on it, like, if, if that's something she wants to do, go first. Yep. So you have time to sort of, like, cool down while you go down on her. Uh, the second part of the question of, like, I can't make her come, there's so much to unpack there that could be, like, that could be 100% not your issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could be 100% her mental block, her concern. Like, if she's just worried about how long you're going to last, that's such a distracting... So, again, like, focus on the first problem, and then, you know what I mean? Like, don't equate these as the same problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, break them down into two separate problems and like work on them together. You know what I mean? Like maybe one day ask her to masturbate with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like see what she does. See if she can get herself to come. Because if yeah. she can't make herself come, then it's, you're not. Yeah. You're probably not going to do it either. No. And that's the thing. Could be a mental block, but it also like for me, it seems problematic that you're like you're lending so much importance to how long you're lasting with making her come. Yeah. Because yeah, for certain things that'll be helpful, but you could make her come without ever fucking her. So make sure you can do that first and then kind of move from there. Cause you're going to feel more confident. She's going to feel better. Yeah. And like already, even if you last forever and are the most confident lover ever, like internal orgasms are so rare. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's more such rare an, for sure. Yeah. It's such an uncommon thing. Uh, especially she seems young. So it's probably mm-hmm. like her first sexual relationship or one of her first sexual relationships. So like, she's probably not as experienced either. So like if this, if she's never come period, then there's a lot of, uh, <laughs> uh God damn it. If That's she's the never, name of this, this episode <laughs> come period, if she's never come full stop, um, then that's, that's an issue. You guys got to work out together separately. Mm-hmm. And also like be kind. If somebody, doesn't last very long just you know be there for them (laughs) that sounded way too emotional 
No, sweet. It's yeah, nice. no, just just be nice because, like, I don't know, if you're a girl, I don't think you have to have that problem. And, like, it's probably hard to imagine, but, like, you feel the worst. Yeah. You feel so ashamed. You're worried you know that, like... Missy Elliott. I thought you were going to say Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. No. Obama's well, Missy awesome. Elliott did that One Minute Man song, and yeah. it became, like, such an insult. Like, girls use that to... It was like when TLC did No Scrubs, like... Any guy they didn't approve of was a scrub, and you're like, what the fuck? No, I'm not. Have you I'm ever not. been called a scrub in your life? Uh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> you're all- okay. To be fair, I did hang outside of my best friend's ride, and I constantly tried to holler at them. You did try holler at me a few times. Yeah. That's how we met. Um, <laughs> our origin story is just getting... More you were more hollering at I me matched while with you on Tinder, to- and then I was like, hey, wait a minute, I know that guy. Yeah. All right, next one. Question, hit me. I think we could answer this. There's a whole, like, there's a fucking essay here. And I don't even think we need to go into any of it because it is so fucking simple. So I, 26-year-old male, I'm unsure if my friend, 25-year-old female, are in a relationship. Answer. No. Yes. If you're not sure, you ain't in one. You're not. It's funny, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this, uh, about how... <laughs> about how we're not in a relationship. <laughs> I was just like, hey, are we, are we dating? <laughs> um, no, I was saying, we were watching uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower, and there's a oh, scene God. where the girl's just like, you're my boyfriend now, and the guy's just like, oh, fuck. Um, and that's like, that's how my first relationship started. I asked, yeah. I asked this girl out to a dance, and like, in my head... It was, you know, it was it was like a TV show where you ask someone on a date and like that's the date and mm-hmm. then then the story continues. Um but I had I had like an okay time and didn't really like feel that spark. Uh so like I just kind of like we were still friends in class and everything and then one day one of our friends came up to me and was like, "You know, you should really call your girlfriend more." <laughs> and I was such a like fucking pushover at that point where I was just like, oh, "Okay." Like, guess i got a girlfriend now and that's how me and dan met <laughs> you were the bitchy friend oh oh that was a sad twist i wasn't expecting um yeah no like if it it's one of those things where like it takes two to tango in this situation like yeah. if you don't know if you're in a relationship or not you're not in a relationship no. you need to have that chat you need to be like yo this is the situation. Yeah. You down? Oh, I'm also down. And then you just fuck on the counter. Yeah, this goes for like every level of like the yeah, relationship just, progress. Think of it like marriage. You don't marry someone without them knowing. I hope. Don't fucking do that, listeners. Asshole. Unless you're a character on a sitcom show and you go to Vegas. Because I think that's a plot hook in every fucking sitcom yeah. show. Yeah, I feel like it's not that they don't know. It's just that they were too drunk to remember. That's maybe? true. Yeah. But like... Um, also, if you have that chat and they're too drunk to remember, you're not in a relationship. And you got to clarify that shit because if they're like, well, I was just with Jenny from the block and you're all like, oh shit, that's not going to be good. What? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Are you just trying to fit in like I early 2000s I don't pop know. references? My brain got really excited at saying Jenny from the block and I just went with it. No, what I'm saying is like, you need to know so they don't hook up with somebody else because then you're all going to be upset. Like if you think you're exclusive and they're with Jenny from the block. Yeah. and if, That's that's the thing. You need to be clear. So that's what I'm saying. If you're unsure, clarify. But also like the, what are we? Conversation sucks balls. So yeah. be you careful need, with that too. You need to inform her like snow. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were just shoehorning it. <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> Song references. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I don't even know why I did that. Continue. Um, Your turn. Go. Question. We solved it. If you don't know, you don't know, people. Ooh. We're just... Welcome to <laughs> the musical dating. It's Sexy Place Podcast. Oh. Fuck, buddy. It's a musical. Um... I'm going to throw in one last little little information here. Uh, Are you just trying to shorten another reference? No, not yet. Okay. You'll know when I do. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? I'm sorry. Now I can't think of a single song. No. Um, yeah, you like at any point in time in any relationship, if, if you guys are like casually seeing each other and just because you think that you or like you don't want to sleep with anyone else, you cannot assume that the other person is on the same page as you mm-hmm. until you've had that conversation. Yeah, it's so not like, one of those, like, tacit agreements thing where, like, they give you that nod or they say that one thing where they're like, I love phoning you tonight. And you're like, that's it. We're dating. No, like, you literally need to fucking yeah. talk about it. Yeah, you are not exclusive until you have both said out loud, we're exclusive. Mm-hmm. And you're not, like, boyfriend and girlfriend or in, a, like, a, a committed relationship until you've both said it. And if you're unclear, clarify. Yeah. Don't just assume because I mean, that makes an ass out of you and me. That's the biggest fucking like red flag is if you're afraid to ask, then you then probably aren't. This in can one. this whole relationship's gonna crumble. Yeah. Um, okay, my turn. Cool. Go. This one comes from Boobs in the Trap from Reddit. <laughs> um, well, I don't know much about lock picking, so I'm not sure we can get her out. I know. It's not like a lamp that you can get a genie out of. No. Because we're great at that. we already did. You're welcome, Christina. Three episode fucking mention. The question is, men, what do you consider when deciding whether or not a woman is worth committing to exclusively? Further details. I'm curious. What is it about certain women that makes you want to commit and form an exclusive relationship? What is it about other women that leaves you uninterested in commitment? Yeah, well, that's a good question. But also, I think it's like so simple that, like, you know what I mean? It's complex but also simple yeah like it's not just general women like oh this is the thing like you meet somebody you get on well with them or not and like you want like you know what i mean it's not like there's that one thing i'm like well they've read all the sonic comics so fuck yeah if you've read episodes this to this you're mine um the thing that interested me in this is like i kind of made that choice quote unquote um in which i like chose a a woman over another woman as like shitty as that is. And that's not at all the situation that it is. But like, mm-hmm. if you look at it from a very summer superficial, you know, zoomed out version of it, um, where I was, again, I was in this sort of like open relationship with several mm-hmm. other women and it got to the point where I wanted to be exclusively with one. Um, there was no point in time where I looked at the other, the girl that I didn't end up with mm-hmm. and say like, you're not worth committing to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. to look at relationships as as black and white and cut it dried as as like that sort of strict yes or no situation. Yeah. Um I think is really really unhealthy. Well, I get the feeling from that like post that they have been spurned and are feeling sorry for themselves and or think that it's their fault. And yeah. I don't think that's the case because like everybody is so different and everybody is so different in relation to somebody else, right? Yeah. So you could be fucking just great, just contextually just incredible all the time, but somebody else just slots in a little bit better with a certain person, and it's not that you're shit. Yeah. You, unless you're shit, you know. Like, I mean, you know, you could be doing shitty things, and yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you should always just be like, well, it's not my fault, they jibe. Like, look at what you're doing, and like, you know, 
see like you can always improve your behaviors like we all know that but um in general like it's just a personal thing like i'm also if you're dating people and seeing a lot of people which we all are then we all have made that choice right yeah. like i was seeing other people and it's like nah like really like this person and yeah. for me it was like it's like a whole bunch of stuff but like on top of the fact that like you know we got on very well it was like we could do a lot of stuff together you know what i mean like we all like we had the same interests like if i wanted to go like hiking or swimming or climbing or like to a music show or like to go out and get drunk or to like stay in like every single thing we both wanted to do we both genuinely wanted to do yeah there was no like oh hey will you come do this thing and i'm like reluctantly like oh yeah i'll go you know whatever or vice versa like everything we both wanted to do we all want to do she got on super well with my friends i don't remember and I know this is like a generalization, but like there was just no bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? There was never like a, oh, well, I wanted to hang out, but I guess you're out with your friends. Or like, oh, what are, you know, like there was no pressing. We had seen each other for like quite a long time. And at no point was there any like pressure to be something that we weren't or like anything. It was just like, it was really just good, lovely, like nice goodness all the time you know yeah. and like and it was fucking great and it still is yeah and and it's it, it's such a like it's such a strange thing to think that there is some sort of formula mm-hmm. that it's like you know i want someone who is confident i want someone who is uh, self-assured i want someone who is willing to communicate you know what i mean like those are qualities that mm. i want and you could have all those things and still not be as good as the person beside you that oh my phone has all those things um that's the thing there is no I guess the point of our advice in this sense isn't to be like, these are the things you need to whatever, but more that you shouldn't be overly concerned if somebody picks somebody else over you. Yeah. It's not a competition and it's not a comparison and it's, and it's no fault of your own. Again, unless it is like, unless, yeah, like this isn't a carte blanche to just be like, well, I can do whatever I want. It's not my fault. Yeah. You know, some things are, but in general, it probably isn't, you know? Yeah. Take a moment to like do a, a personal inventory of, of how you acted in this relationship. And if you find no faults, then maybe it's just like, yeah, could just be just, one of those things. And if it happens eight times in a row, then maybe look again. Yeah. All right. Here's your turn. Okay, cool. So I have a good one. Uh, and this is sent in by good friend of the show, Corey, who is actually becoming one of our, uh, best submitter so far so yeah. go you you are our gold level you're the best also everyone else step up your fucking game yeah Corey's you're killing it trounced australia for the win here yeah yeah well thank you Corey. so this is a really good one um and it is effectively the short question is how should you approach women in the club Ooh. is it even an environment to do so and there are a few reasons why he's asking this one is because last time he was at a club there was this dude going around whose tactic was to just pull girls hair uh to get their attention what uh which he also i i'm assuming agrees with us uh because he's saying it's the dumbest shittiest things ever did he time travel and go to a kindergarten club that's the thing right i'm wondering if this is like a big scenario where like this is actually a seven-year-old who just became a 34 year old man but you've been in toronto you know sadly that's not the fucking case. Yeah, 100%. This is just a guy who thinks. The second thing is that someone disagreed with him in the debate and said that they thought approaching from behind was the best, which oh I God. think, to be fair, to into, it's easier to get to the hair from behind. That, yeah. Oh, no, we're not talking about hair pulling anymore. Well, I'm just saying combine the tactics. Depends what hair you're pulling. I hate it. Um, okay. So I want you to imagine like a John Wick fucking like 
montage. He's trying to get into a club. There's a bunch of guards posted, and every now and then, one will be having a smoke, and there'll be a shadow behind him, and he'll disappear. If that's how you think, trying to fucking pick people up, or talk to people, is, like, no, don't do that. If you think, like, a movie hero montage of killing men, and your fucking approach to women that you don't know in a dark place should be kind of the same, no, don't do that. If you think sneaking up behind someone and hoping they don't realize you're there until it's too late. Yeah, until your dick is touching their butt. Like, no. Oh, man. This is actually good. My other question... If your first point of contact is your dick to their ass, no. No. Club is hard because the music is so fucking loud. Chatting is kind of difficult. Yeah. So, like, if you're out looking for a chat, don't go to a fucking nightclub. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, how many times have we gone to loud places and met women and and had no problem communicating with them and having a good time. Um, I think the most important thing is, I think is like the opposite of everything this person has said, um, and approach from the front, make eye contact. And if, and if they seem receptive to that eye contact, Mm -hmm. you can go over or like, you'll know as you're going over to them, if they're shying away. Yeah. Um, the best thing to do in this situation. And we learned this firsthand is to just have fun. That's the thing. Go with your friends, because I assume you're not going to a club by yourself. Um, and if you are, sure. But either way, just have fun. Like, yeah. well, if you're enjoying yourself and you're having a good time with your friends, anyone looking over can be like, oh, this person is... They can tell a lot about you, because you're having fun. You have friends. You seem to have functional relationships with your friends, yeah. and you can not creep up on people. And, and you're not actively... Yeah, you're not actively, like, hunting people down. Yeah, like, I, I can't tell you how many times we were out and girls have come to us because other guys have creeped them out and we're like the only guys who haven't yeah. snuck up behind them. They're or like, like, hey, can we yeah, hang out with you because yeah. everyone else is just dick poking us. Yeah, and it's and it's the most bizarre thing that the best way to pick up women is to not do anything to women. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the thing. Is oh, it's I feel like it should be obvious, but just don't do not do that. Don't pull anybody's fucking hair. Firstly, don't just, touch anyone. Don't, yeah. Don't fucking touch anyone until you have like a clear sign that that is okay. Yeah. Even if you've been like chatting all night, like do not put your hands on them mm-hmm. until there's like, it's a, pretty a dis- fucking clear. Distance has been closed mm-hmm. and you're close enough and you're dancing. And even then start somewhere. All right. Don't just fucking go straight for the ass or some shit. Yeah. Like you know? if, if you guys are talking and you want to be like, you want to test the waters, Put your, like, hand on her shoulder or, you know what I mean, like, her upper back. Or her arm or something yeah. normal. As as you, like, lean in to talk to mm-hmm. her. Don't, yeah, don't go, like, right for, like, the, the like, almost ass yeah, waist no. area and then, like, see. Because, like, no, that's going to immediately freak people out and creep mm-hmm. them as out. As it should, because you're creepy. being freaky and creepy. Yeah. Also, um, if you do touch their arm and they politely move it away, get the message. Yeah, don't don't think that's, like, a... Oh, I gotta try somewhere else. Mm. It's a d- no, should we send should... the message? What's the message? Don't touch me. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Message sent. We have been actually given this message by a lot of uh, ladies, and we thought, yeah, there we sent it. Yes, if, you got if it. a woman recoils from your touch, <laughs> and I don't mean like a dramatic like, you know what I mean? Like just if, if she it'll moves probably be away, quite polite. Yeah, if she moves away or seems like, I think it's really important to sort of like have a good view of her when you first initiate contact. There's a there's a look on every woman's face when she's touched by someone she doesn't want to be touched mm-hmm. by. And if you see that look, you stop touching her. Yeah. And also, as you said, it probably won't be this flinch or this recoil yeah. because they don't want to, you know, aggravate this random stranger who's touching them. 
So it'll probably just be a polite shuffle or like a movement or something that will or like, probably... Or like an eye, an eye glance to the point of contact. Yeah. Or like there are so many subtle clues. And just take them. Just take them and learn from and them. And chill. And don't be fucking weird about it. Like mm-hmm. if I... she's talking to you, keep talking to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she might just not want to be touched by you yet. yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and like, it also might be good if you touch them and they're like, Ugh, and then you get the picture and aren't still a dick bag because that'll probably work yeah. well in your favor because they're like, oh, this person can read clues and isn't an asshat. Like you've, you've opened the door. She's got to walk through it. Yeah. You That's the I mean? thing. It's like, you don't keep like, you don't keep opening and closing the door. No, like you, you don't, don't just burst keep into their house. Yeah. And then, or, and you're not pushing her through either. You exactly. Know I mean? you, you wait. Or you could slam the door and stomp off like an and angry if, child. And if it's one of those things where you don't you're like, do that. fuck, I should, like, I could have, like, I probably could have gone in for that kiss. Yeah. You know what? At the end of the day, the difference between not making out with a random person and, and not, not ruining somebody's fucking night. Exactly. Like, it's it's just not worth it. Your mm. fucking sort of, like, fragile ego or, or worry that you didn't, like, mm-hmm. make the pull. And I get it, because we, you know, there's always been times when, like, you're like, shit, should I, shouldn't I have? But, yeah. like... If that's weighed against, like, if the reason you didn't do it is because you weren't sure or because you actually had their interests in heart, then you're doing the good thing. And yeah. you need to realize that and not be an ass. You've Like, you've, you've made the choice to not be a dickhead. Yeah, if you choose respecting a woman over getting a kiss, mm-hmm. you've made the best choice as a man. Yeah, and also for yourself, because that's what we do all the time, and it works. So, yeah, don't be a dick. Don't pull people's fucking hair. Oh, my God, don't pull people's hair. Oh. All right, hit us. We have a special question today, don't yeah, we? Yeah, so uh, we have a fellow podcast. Um, so this is Eighth Dimension Podcast coming at us out of Ireland. Eighth within, you know, number eight, TH, Dimension Podcast on Twitter at Eighth Dimension Pod. And they say, right, lads, contentious question. And I guess this kind of uh, nicely segues in from our last one. So it says, if you don't get a smooch on a first date, does that mean it's not going anywhere? Short answer? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. doesn't mean shit. You could have a smooch and have a shitty date. You could yeah. not have a smooch and have a great date. Oh, man. The amount of times, like, I've gotten a kiss on a date that, like, <laughs> never, never went from, anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't... It, it's such... It doesn't have any bearing on how good the date was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, however... I'm going to throw this little fun story in. Oh. Um, I had this really cool date. She was, like a, like, a shoemaker for films. Like, she made Thor's boots. Yeah, with the Nikes and, inside or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, she was part of the team that did all, like, the Avengers mm-hmm. shoes and shit. Um, and it was, it was like, this great date that I thought. And um, we were outside, and I hailed her a cab, and I went to kiss her. And she, like, pulled back, and she's like, I'm weird. I'm really sorry. Jumped in the cab, <laughs> and I never heard from her again. That's fair, though. Um, and I was like, oh. Okay, then. And there was, like, a guy just standing there, and he was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, fuck if I know. Um, but fair play to her, because, like, you know, yeah, you it's, it's like, got to be tough to have to jump out of that way. You know? Yeah, and no one, no, they don't know you a kiss. It doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter if you've spent $100 on dinner. It doesn't matter, oh, like, God. what you've done. Like, no one owes you anything at the end of a date, ever. Yeah, you can fucking buy them done. a car, and it's like, well, sorry, like, maybe you shouldn't have done that, but I'm not going to yeah. kiss you. Yeah, like, like what you spend on a date is not a like trade-in value yeah, for that's, this physical affection. No, that's not how it works. It's not a fucking dowry. Yeah. Basically, yeah, no, it, it doesn't matter, you know? Like you can, again, I would think about the date, why there was no kiss, but I feel like a lot of people fall in the trap that like first date needs to have a kiss in it. And that's not, you know, it's not 
Right. Yeah. It can it can go a million ways. I'm like, yeah, if you kiss, cool. If it's a great kiss, awesome. If it goes further, cool. But like, you could have a good date, good kiss, never hear from them again. You could yeah. have a date with none and then keep going. Because like, in one way, I'm sure a lot of people will be like, oh, it's like nice and refreshing. I wasn't put on the spot that I had to like kiss this stranger. We didn't have to do that like awkward dance at the end. And he, you know, if you're giving them room for their space, because it's also like, you know, two people are in it. So if you didn't get a chance to kiss them, it's likely that maybe that you weren't given a chance. You yeah. Know? And that's fine because you could still have a great time. There's no harm in, if, if you guys are like face to face right before you leave. Mm-hmm. And you don't attempt the kiss, that's on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean that the date went poorly. Yeah. Um, obviously, if she doesn't want to kiss you, don't press it. Don't yeah. force it. But, like, chances are if you guys are, like, standing reasonably close, face to face, and having sort of, like, that awkward, like, so, like, I'll, I'll text you. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, this is, I had a good time. Did you, there's probably the expectation of a kiss. Mm-hmm. If she's not facing you, if she's like got her body turned away from you. Yeah. If you're going to have to maneuver to get into a kiss, yeah. like if you're going to have to swerve around a little bit, skid on the asphalt and whirl to dive in. Yeah. If you've got to sign if that. If you've got to pull her hair and like <laughs> pull her but around. That's, that's how you matter. You've already been pulling her hair. <laughs> and you would have to pull around because you did come from behind. Yeah. You know, you'll, you'll get those clues and... And there's nothing wrong if you got one and you missed it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're just about ready and then the Uber pulls up and you don't want to be like, oh, hey, are you like Dave? Oh, is that your... And then, you know, like... I've definitely made out with a girl as she was getting in a cab. Oh, yeah, 100%. But but like at her request, like I was like... Okay, I have it. Like, I, I thought it was going to be another one of those mm-hmm. situations where she was like making a speedy getaway. But then they're like, like kissing you while going in, and you're yeah. So like, down. I I opened the door for her, and she like just started making out with me, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, this poor cabbie. Yeah, but he it probably I, happens all goddamn day. So much and it's worse. Probably not as bad as the people fingering each other in the back seat. Yeah. So, one hundred percent. Like he didn't have to get out his like rag and spray yeah, he didn't to have clean the up your makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I would just say like, don't get in your head about it because I- I've done it myself. Like I've been on dates and if it hasn't ended in kiss or when it's getting towards the end of the date, you're like, shit, I gotta get that kiss in. And like, it's also funny because I think it is a very Irish thing as well. Like back home, shifting, meeting, making out as they call it over here is like massively important. So I know coming from an Irish standpoint is actually like one of those things that's expected. So I get that, but don't let it get all up in your head so thank you eight dimension podcast and uh, i hope that helps i hope uh your next day kiss goes real well and i'm looking forward to that mandy podcast by the way yeah i haven't seen it yet oh you gotta watch it it's just so baffling i mean it's a nicholas cage movie what do you it's expect peak cage i think that brings us to the end of our uh dank dank advice our stanky danky sticky wicky dicky yeah Advice. Um, so I might say it's closing time. You've been waiting for so long to do that, haven't you? No, I just thought of it now. Get out right now. It's the end of this podcast. I don't know when that song came out. I don't know who it is. It's too late for you to be... Oh, fuck, I don't even know the words. <laughs> Killing it. Yup, we did it. We nailed podcasting. Uh, so yeah, I got a few thanks. So thank you to Eric H., Sarah C., Melissa J., 8 Dimension Podcast, Kyle C., Brian O'Connor, and Karis W. for being the best. Yeah. And thanks for shouting, sharing, us. shouting us out, sharing us, 
Uh, that actually means a lot to us, and we really, really appreciate it. And thank you for James V for leaving us a review. Yeah, follow James's, uh like lead and uh, hit us with a review on iTunes. That'll help us out so much. Um, you can also tweet about us. Um, what's the hashtag we decided on? Oh, hashtag FBudsCast. Yeah. Um, if you want to tweet about us, we're going to try to get a little thing going. We've uh, been trying to revamp our Twitter and our whatever in the middle of banning us from Reddit. I've also been trying to get our Twitter going. I, I'm new to hashtags. If y'all want to like fucking help me out with that, that'd be great. Yeah, use that hashtag so we can find you and follow you and yeah. like your tweets and stuff. Totally, yeah. Hashtag FBudsCast, all one word. And our Twitter handle is FCK underscore buddies. And, like, guys, we really do appreciate uh, everyone who's been listening, asking us for the next episode, sending in questions. Thank you again, Corey. Thank you, everyone who's sent in questions to us, uh, everyone who's listening, everyone's downloading, subscribing. It means a lot to us. It's going to help us keep this going. And we've been getting, like, a pretty good response from all our friends. And I guess the next step is we got to get those strangers to listen. So if anyone has a minute, anyone knows anyone who either would enjoy our podcast or need our advice. Send them on. Yeah. I believe we can fly. I believe we can <laughs> spread our wings and touch the sky. <laughs> um, if you have a question, feel free to tweet us at uh, FCK underscore buddies or visit us on Facebook at FCK buddies podcast. Um, you can also email us at F at gmail.com. And if you do, I will always love you truly, madly, deeply. No diggity. <laughs> It's two different songs. It's three different songs. Oh, that's a yeah, it's a Whitney Houston one. One more time. What is love? What's it got to do with it? <laughs> also, thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest City for our theme song Paper Stars. Um you can hear that at the beginning and the end. You can also find them on Spotify. Their new album is on there. Uh so go check them out. To end every podcast, it's kind of become a tradition now. Uh, Niall dives into the Danverse, what we've dubbed it. Um, it's a dark, twisted place of terrible, terrible dating and sex advice. Um, and he delivers us a golden nugget of Dan wisdom. And this week is... Dan would like to uh, tell you five reasons why picking up women is like playing a video game. Dan, as always... Get your fucking shit together. Dan, you're a mess. You're a grown-ass man. My name is Dane Miller. I'm Niles Bain. And we're your FUD Buddies. Did you say FUD Buddies? Did I? <laughs> Fuck. No, leave that in. <laughs> we're your FUD Buddies. <laughs>